0: Good morning, this is Christine Giacomo. and today's morning briefing actually is a revisit from a year ago, almost exactly, but the, the message of it? Mm, so good. Here it is. What do you see? And what do they see? The Duke leaned against my car and it felt kind of like an out-of-body experience for me because he was talking about me to my two friends I had brought along to the Long Beach prayer meeting. I saw her come in, this blonde white woman, and I basically thought she was a fraud. I sat back and listened to her and looked to poke holes in what she said. Well, that explained the serious expression and dark eyes that I had viewed from my perspective. He was sizing me up, making a judgment about me, even while I did the same, I guess. What do you see? I mean, when you look at people, what do you see? It is common for us to size folks up in an instant. Funny thing is, do you realize that people make snap judgments in the same way about you? People who live mostly on the streets are often seen en masse, rather than as individuals. They are labeled the homeless, and so many use pseudonyms instead of their real names. We talked about that. And then I played the song for them that day, He Knows Your Name. Several sung sung along, but one older woman sang with an expression of rapturous joy on her face. Shirley, who has few teeth, difficulty speaking, and several health issues, looked simply beautiful. One of my friends cried as she looked at her. Well, here's the deal. It doesn't matter what you call yourself. God knows your name, and He loves you. What does He think of you? Well, here, read it from His Word and answer for yourself. Who am I? I am a child of God. But to all who received Him, John wrote, those who believe in His name, He has given the right to become God's children. God loves me, and He has chosen me. First Thessalonians, chapter one. We know, brothers and sisters, loved by God, that He has chosen you. I looked around the room. How'd you get here? On the street, I mean. Bad choices. A guy in the back said, "What do you mean by that?" All around the room. Folks readily supplied answers, but no real excuses. Alcohol, drugs, just bad choices. I went back to this guy in the back with a red hat. found out his name was Curtis. Want to tell me about yourself? Yeah, all right. One by one, I lost everything. My job, my family, and then my dog. Guys all around the room were nodding. They got it. My heart went to the man with the red hat. What could I give him? How could I help him? Well, really, only only one way. You've told me your name, Curtis. You've told me your story. Do you believe God is your father and he wants to answer your prayers? Well, I'd like to, but so far my number hasn't come up. I leaned in and asked, Well, would he recognize your voice as his child? Well, I believe in him. You aren't a child of God just because you were born, you know. Who leads your life, then, you or him? I do. And, of course... Right then, I used my trusty chair illustration. If this chair represents your life, who sits on the throne making the decisions, Christ or you? I do, he admitted. You can change that, you know. Would you like to? And with that, we bowed our heads and folks around the room prayed the sweetest prayer God ever hears. My dear friends, I pray you have the opportunity to connect the hand of a friend to the hand of God one day. Nothing matters more than that. At the start of our meeting, the guy with the red hat was one of a number of homeless faces. By the end, I learned his name and a little bit about him. He was Curtis, child of God. Well, as I exited the building that morning, Jackie grabbed me by the arm and said, Christine, tell him there is a God. This man doesn't believe in God. She turned me toward a young Hispanic man with a shaved head. smirk on his face, and a sneer as he looked at Jackie, and then me. Since I was coming down the stairs and he was at the foot of them, leaning on the rail, when I got to the bottom, we were almost nose to nose. Perhaps he's never felt the love of God, Jackie, and so he finds it hard to believe there is a God, I said while looking into his eyes. Then he let go with a string of expletives, letting me know he was a bad dude feared on the streets. I want to be respected, and I am, Do you know God loves you? I can't believe that, man. Hell, my mom smokes weed. I smoke weed. We run a business. You know what I mean? Yeah, I knew what he meant. i done seven prison sentences already. I've been shot. I've been stabbed in the leg. You want to tell me there's something that's going to change me? I don't believe it. He stood for a minute and looked around at all the people out on the sidewalk. Honestly, no one was much paying any attention to him. Jackie'd moved on. He looked back at me. You know, I tried to do it legit a couple years ago. I had a girlfriend, we had jobs, we rented a condo, and we lost it all because of... And all of a sudden, he choked up, turned his head and said, I can't be doing this out here. He wiped his eyes and said, I gotta get my home girl and go down and eat. So I let him go. When I got to my car, the Duke was waiting with my two girlfriends. Yeah, as I walked up, he told them about his first impressions of me. It was then I realized that while I size people up, trying to guess about them, people size me up too. They make judgments about who I am and then watch to see how I conduct myself. So what do you see when you look at other people? And what do they see when they look at you? Hmm, something to think about. If you'd like to read this, you can go to pastorwoman.com, click on Morning Briefings, and the title is, What Do You See?